perfect pin up come off the wall Hello. Okay, this is MNG vs. Scripps. This week, we have The Waiting Room by Gary Stocker and Paul Stocker uh, about a afterlife situation of sorts. Uh, you'll listen. Uh, maybe you won't. But that's what it's going to be about. Uh, this is supposed to be our seventh episode, but due to some technical issues, Kyle... This is actually going to be our sixth episode. So thank you for coming and listening to our little shitty podcast. And uh, thank you to Walter, etc. for letting you use the music. Uh, thank you to simplyscripts.com for still not sponsoring us, but we're still going to use your scripts. And uh, yeah, this is our podcast. Found a junk in the street, kissed the puke off of a cheek. Just so random, you just don't understand. The Waiting Room by Gary Stocker and Paul Stocker. Who is Rowan? Why is this white suit? Why why the oh why the white suit? Question, question, question. Two visitors to the waiting room find out why they are there. Ten pages. Sounds interesting enough. I like that it's a pair of writers too. Yeah, yeah. This is interesting. This is the first time that we had somebody who at least admitted that they're doing Yeah, something with another person. Okay, so this is the start of the script. <laughs> uh, all right, so this is The Waiting Room by by Gary Stocker and Paul Stocker. Ooh, 2013. 2000. And they follow the rest of the world with how it should be. With the, an email address? With the day, then the month. Everybody knows Dude, the month. oh my Nobody God. Nobody knows the day. So, like, so like I follow a lot of, like, uh, European soccer, right? So the, all their dates are usually correct. Yes. It makes no sense. Oh, yeah, we'll do month, then day. Yeah. What's up with the U.S. Yeah. and that bullshit where they're know. like, we're different. Why? Because it's different. Because it's Is it better? Different. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but we're featuring a mile. Who can remember yeah. that? I know. I know. It's so ridiculous. <sighs> Why? Because we discovered the new. Well, did you? No, like some German guy. Like, gave well, us the see, idea, we fucking destroyed the Germans. And then we and took then all we the German scientists and then they brought us to space and, you know. Yeah. But we're like a melting pot, <laughs> and that's how we do everything that we've ever done productive. But when we like express our need to be a melting pot, we actually hate that idea. And we hate all outsiders <laughs> equally. Yeah, but if we got those outsiders earlier and they happen to be white like me, then I do like that. Just stay away from except my in wife. the er- <laughs> except in the early times when God, we hated dude. the Italians and, and the well and the Irish. And the Irish. <laughs> So I guess but, we just hate everybody who's yeah. not really us. Yeah. Like, but what about the people who started it? Oh, the Indians? Yeah, we hate them too. <laughs> Why? They weren't gracious about how we kicked them off their land? <laughs> All right, well, anyway, that's, yeah, uh, sorry, that's yeah. not a political book. <laughs> right. uh, 2013 Stocker Bros. Copyright. 2013. This screenplay may not be used or reproduced without the express written permission of the author. Well, if you come and uh, if you come and take us down, then I'll be it. I'd be impressed. Yeah, I would be very impressed, Stocker Bros. This is the start of reading the original script, uh, "The Waiting Room" by Gary Stocker and Paul Stocker. Uh, would you like to be Rowan or Sarah or Bill? Um, Rowan's the main character, Rowan's obviously. The main character. Um, I'll, I'll play the side characters again. I think you did a good job playing the main characters. I appreciate that. So, what was our last script? Last one was the uh, Night Stalker. 
No, it wasn't the Night Stalker. It was uh, which one? Called? It was um, Hamster. Secret. Oh Hamster, yeah. 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 Alrighty. Um, I feel like you knocked that one out of the park. So thanks, I, man. I'll, I'll play the supporting characters because I, I feel like the first couple episodes I definitely got all the star. You star did get all the star ones, so but I loved getting the star part. Well, so yeah. The um, the one we did uh, where Judas mm-hmm. and Joel mm-hmm. like it was pretty shared. Yeah. yeah all right. Sure. Let's get into it. Fade in. The set is one large waiting room. There are two seats in the room and a t- not you, Mary. I always Yeah, do. yeah, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> the set is one large waiting room. There are two seats in the room and a table. On the table is a phone. Standing in the room are Bill and Sarah. In walks Roman Rowan. Rowan. Who is has it a Rowan t- or Rowan? Ro- um let's go with Rowan. Yeah, let's go with Rowan, uh, who has a tissue tucked under his chin. Oh no, more of you. You really are a selfish lad, aren't you? I, I've been on my feet all day when I finally get half an hour to myself to finish up my jam sponge. You turn up. Things soon go stale up here, you know. Who? Who on earth are you? Same old question. You, you're not on earth anymore. It, it, says, it says where you are on the other side of that door and who I am is of no importance to you. It's who's on the end of the phone you need to worry about. Well, what are you doing? No, no, no. No more questions. I've got a headache coming on. I've had one up earlier asking 101 questions. I told her to shut up in the end. Now, forms, forms, forms. Rung out of damn forms. I'll just have to pop and get some more. Well, sit down. You may as well make yourself comfortable. Rowan exits. Who is that? And what a stupid white suit. Bill opens the door and reads the sign. The waiting room. The waiting room? Is that where we are? Waiting for what? The bus? The dentist? The guillotine? No god to judge them is what I'm guessing. Yeah, I guess so too. I went I went to the dentist last week. Had two fillings. Cost me a bleeding fortune. It can't be a dentist waiting room. There's no four-year-old copies of Hello Magazine. Where were you before you came here? I was on the sofa after finishing my night shift, watching England play India in the Cricket World Cup. Last thing I remember was Anderson going for a duck. Really? Couldn't he have waited till after the match? Anyway, I think that's your answer. You fell asleep. Cricket could would send you... Uh, cricket would send anyone to sleep. This is a dream. I had 12 cans of Red Bull. What are you doing in my dream? You don't have strangers in it, do you? Maybe subconsciously you know me. I'm a cabaret singer in the pubs and clubs. I once got a second round for the X Factor. Oh my god, wow. Um, yeah, you're... you're <laughs> apparently I'm doing all this. Um, uh, hold up. Yeah, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Ah, maybe I've seen you on television then. No, I didn't quite make the TV rounds. Oh, you're good then. Well, what were you doing before you came here? I was watching my son. He's in the Southern Area Athletics Championships. He's a 100-meter hurdler. Unfortunately, there was a mix-up, and he got put in the men's category. Well, the hurdles are much higher than the, the ones used. he used to. He's used to. Typo. Yep. Um, he kept knocking them over, but not with, not with his feet, if you get me. Oh, yes, I get you. He's now very good at yodeling? I'm not sure, but halfway through cheering him on, I jumped up and hit my head on the iron beam. I'd say I'm unconscious. But why the waiting room, I wonder? Just go along with it. You'll wake up in a minute. Rowan enters. That's better, right? Name, please. William Roach of Tooting, London. 
Thank you. And yours? Monroe, Maryland, of Hollywood. Oh, I see. A smart, a smart aleck, eh? The phone rings. Rowan answers. Yes, yes, I know. Not all serious. Going early? A goldfish? Leave it with me. Sarah. I'd take this a bit more serious if I were you. I'm not sure this is a dream. What makes you say that? I'm an insomniac. Twelve cans of Red Bull. No surprise. Excuse me? Can we get on with the jamming hand? Occupation? Me? Yes, you. Cabaret singer. Is that what you call it? I beg your pardon? I've heard more pleasant noises in a cattery. You've never seen me. Not seeing, but heard. Your voice certainly travels, and I thought Gabriel's harp was out of tune. You have a son and a daughter. How do you know this? Are you a stalker? It seems you stuck your nose in once too often, Sarah Page. It says here that you told you, your daughter to change the lottery numbers she had been using each week to to a lucky dip. If she kept her previous numbers, both her she and her husband, Nigel, would have won a nice little sum. Unfortunately, they couldn't live with the guilt, which called friction between them, resulting in divorce. Uh, yeah, well, he wasn't good enough for my Judy anyway. He picked those numbers. He would have made your daughter a very rich woman. Damn it, well, it doesn't matter now. She found herself a footballer. She drives a Mercedes. She took my advice in the end. Always marry a rich man and lead the easy life. A phone rings again. Rowan picks it up. Yes, yes, not pleasant. I don't think it's in her vocabulary. Okay, leave it with me. Rowan replaces receiver. Right, Sarah. You'll see you now, through the door, turn left. Well, I'm looking forward to this. What a joke this is. I'm off to the clearages later. I hope this won't take too long, left, you say? Yes, left. You can't miss him. White robe, long hair, large beard. Another bloody homeless? Let me at him. Off you throt. Throt? Throt, <laughs> throt. Sarah, Sarah exits. exits. Clearly they're British. I'm assuming so. <clears throat> She'll enjoy being an anteater. She can put her nose in anything she wants now. Reincarnation? Her? What the? Uh, where the blazes am I? Thought I was perfectly clear. The sign says waiting room. You are in heaven's waiting room, William. Heaven? <laughs> yes, you're one of the lucky ones. You could easily have gone to that other room. You mean hell? Of course. Probably a good thing you came here. Their sewage pipe is blocked. So I'm... Dead. End of Act 1. How many, How many pages, pages are in this thing? This is 10 pages, okay. right? Okay, yeah. okay. okay. <clears throat> Act two. two. Dead? Yep. Brown bread, I'm afraid. You don't know... You didn't know you were a diabetic, did you, Mr. Roach? No. Seems your doctor was about as useful as Harold Shipman. The Red Bulls you drank overloaded your blood sugar levels, causing you to go into a seizure. I'm afraid you did not wake up. Gosh, well... May I ask one question? <clears throat> Just the one, please. I deal with so many questions in this job, I quite frankly had, had enough. Who won the cricket? England, by four wickets. Ever played a harp, Mr. Roach? A harp? I come from London. I've drank a few in my time, though. <laughs> we haven't had a good harp player for a few years. It's all getting rather stagnant up here. We could we could do with some fresh blood, so to speak. Oh, well. Let's see what, what he comes up with. The phone rings. Rowan answers. Yes, yes, I see. Lots for charity. Okay, leave it. Leave it with me. It seems you are a very charitable fellow, Mr. Roach. Over a hundred marathons, all for Al Alzheimer's charities. Most impressive. You will be coming back as a director of a, of a successful business. Company car, beautiful wife. Get 
Also, you'll be a season ticket holder at Manchester United. That's great. Terrific. The phone rings. Hello, sir. Oh, I see. Leave it with me, sir. Place is receiving. <clears throat> it seems that back in 91, you went a month without a valid road tax. You'll now come back with all the above, except for you will be a season ticket holder with Millwall. <laughs> That's Bloody actually it. really funny. <laughs> uh, the phone rings again. Uh, yes? Another H word. Leave it with me. Places the receiver slowly this time. I am afraid you just used the H word. Now you'll get all the above, but when it comes back, your season ticket for Scunthrope. Right. These are the rules of the game. You are allowed to be a ghost for one night only. You know, to scare ex-girlfriends, rude bosses, the mother-in-laws, but no smashing the crocker tree. Yet you're a ghost, not a hooligan. Oh, one last thing. You also get to attend your own funeral to see which buggers didn't turn up. Oh, wonderful. I hope my wife remembered I wanted Imagine by John Lennon played at my funeral. Hey, is he up here? No, he went down as a, as a white dove, as he requested. He was an exception. Terrible, terrible heart player, though. I had high hopes for him. Oh, well. We'll have to see about Keith Richards. He shouldn't be too long now. Fade, fade out. Fade out. Uh, also worth mentioning, uh, we do not read these scripts beforehand. No, not at all. No, we do not. Oh, all right. Okay. Um, all right, so uh, I guess we should start with what's working. What's working? Yeah, this is our little reflection um, here. Um What's working, what's not working. This is, I'm going to just, I love The Good Place. I think it's a great show. Yeah, you were talking to me about that. Yes. And this, I haven't watched it. It's, it's good. Fuck it's, you, Kev. Kind of, it's good. <laughs> it's on Netflix. You should give it a go. Um, this has a lot, this was written, I'm assuming, earlier than that. Maybe, maybe the person who created The Good Place had a draft similar, but this, obviously this is not as good as The Good Place. Um, and that's, The Good Place, I mean, they had professional help. They had NBC staff writers who no could sure, help yeah. flesh out the pilot and everything like that. But um, the idea of... 2016, so there's waiting. no way that he saw the good place for this. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> but uh, the idea of, okay, you are in heaven. You could have gone somewhere else. This is what it is. This is your eternal life now. The idea of reincarnation is really cool. Um, I just thought it lingered really long on this one scene. Typically, if this is written for television, you would you would at least move rooms, you would at least do this, you could run through everything, I guess. I, I feel like there's, there's different ways to, like, okay, by the way, you get to become a ghost once a month. Like, you get to go back to, and see your funeral or something. It, it could have benefited from actually, like, oh, do you want to go to your funeral? Like, I feel like at this point in time... You're outside the like uh, domain of time, anyways. So All right. Like, so I think I like that idea, and I think that they need to move. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. I think it's it's too much. Just like so every so how script works, right? Is yeah. that every page is typically a minute on screen? Yeah. Right. Much, yeah. So that's ten minutes in one room. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you have a twenty-two minute episode, yeah, ten minutes, ten minutes is in one room. Yeah. So while I don't hate it. I yeah. think that something that would be interesting is like the jokes they put like the funeral is a funny joke. Yeah. The you know all that stuff is funny. Yeah. Um, I think it would have been so like 
you do that first part of him not knowing where we are. Mm-hmm. You do that part as the first scene, and then you go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And then, for example, you have this guy talking to one of his coworkers yeah. in the back, being like, "Yeah, this guy's fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, this yeah, guy's yeah. screwed. Like, yep. like you you hear him out there, they have no idea what's going on. Yeah. And then they're like, it's the blah blah blah. And then one of my ideas that I want to can uh, explore is that instead of doing like go to your own funeral, blah, blah like what you'll go to your own funeral, who you're going to go. So, and then we'll come up with the third thing. Give him a form to fill out and be like, oh, that's a nice feature. Yeah, yeah. And he'll yeah. be like, I'll do that. And he's like, and then he hands it in and then they address it. I see you want to go to your own funeral. It's a little cocky. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like stuff yeah, like that. There's different ways to do that. And like while I was reading that, I don't know. You have to you have to account for the audience. Like Yes. Are you going to keep their attention in this like I'm assuming it's just like a blank room? with just white ominous stuff floating around and you're just going through like all this exposition in a way that's just like holy shit i just got done with an exposition dump why is there more exposition on top of this exposition cake like so this is too much to get to get a little meta it's like this podcast yes nobody wants to hear us talk about editing for a full hour yeah and this is when we just made the decision to edit so so we'll edit it down to what people want to listen to if they want to listen to it at all. Mm-hmm. And that's also why I put timestamps so people can skip yeah. past it because we do a pretty good job of recapping all that stuff. Yeah. But it's like the same thing. Listen to us edit for an hour. Mm-hmm. There might be some interesting parts in there, but if you don't have a change of scenery or change of like emphasis, I think is a better way. I think that's kind of what you're getting at. Yeah. It is that it's just long and drawn out. And it's like, all right, when do they get to the next part? Like yeah. I... When they were sitting there, I was like, all right, when did they get... And then she left. I was like, finally. Yeah. yeah. I was like, finally, something, yeah, action Yeah, happened. some action happened. And that's, like, that's the thing, too. Like, it's... I know this was written in 2013, but, like, I, I have to use The Good Place as an example oh, because this is, literally, this is, like, so derivative of this show. But, like, the way they handled it, like, the thing I didn't, like, I wasn't particularly fond of in this script was how long it took them to just get to, you're dead. In the good place, it's literally just Kristen Bell is in a waiting room for two seconds, and she's just looking at a sign that says you're in the good place. And then Ted Ted Danson calls her into her office, tells her all these great things that she did in her life. You can tell by like the the good acting of Kristen Bell, she realizes that this is not her. Like all these accomplishments are from somebody else. And then she goes, "That's wonderful. Where am I?" Um, <laughs> and then Ted Danson goes, "Oh, you're dead." Like, just right off the bat. That is the first minute. And it was funny. And it was funny. Just yeah. cold, cold intro. Helps to have great actors, but yeah, it does. it's and funny. Then, it's and good then, writing. Yes. And then the next part is they're actually in the world of The Good Place, and Ted Danson's explaining, this is your like own. Like, walking through it. Yeah, this is your own personal utopia. We found that a lot of people like frozen yogurt. So, like, they, they walk <laughs> by, like, this really, like, grandiose, like, frozen yogurt shop and stuff like that. And it's good like. Word. Yeah, and then the, they just start, like, going through, like, the rules in a in a way that feels organic as opposed to, like, oh, by the way, you should know this, even though we're not going to go there okay. right now. Yeah, you know, like, so that's the thing. is like, the idea was good. Yeah. I like this. Yeah, it's and, a good idea. And it's a good concept. It, even sure. though it had some British humor in there, it, the humor wasn't, like, oh, my God, that's hilarious, but there were some yeah. good parts. Yeah, there were some good parts. And there was a lot of... There's... Some of the dialogue was a little, like, runny yeah. and stilted and flat, but, like... That's going to happen. It's yeah. going to happen. Um, but so what I'm thinking is um, some things just didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. For example, they're in the waiting room. They're in a waiting room. Mm-hmm. Nobody asks personal questions about the doctors or whatever in the waiting room. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, this guy 
this girl goes back, and this guy apparently can do the judgment. Yeah. To this guy. Apparently, yeah. What What would be better is if you have them in a waiting room, or have another person, mm-hmm. maybe add a third person, have a waiting room, and then call one in and be like, "This is like this is your pre screen b- before you see the big man." You know, and like, well, we're, I'm just going to go over some rules, mm-hmm. everything like that. And uh, like, just basically do like, oh, don't just relax. We're going to blah, blah, blah. And then when he says, play, I was like, okay, like that kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. like where there needs and that would help it with some action. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm thinking is uh, structurally, let's change it mm-hmm. and then uh, maybe add a character. Yeah. And then. Cause this this looks like uh, we're just gonna do an edit slash kind of rewrite thing. Edit, edit yeah. rewrite. Yeah, is what I'm thinking. So uh, you want to dive into it? Yeah. All right. So now we're gonna get into the editing. Editing portion. Now our summer's bend in two different ways. We talk like every other day, but now the decks are getting shorter. Gotta Remember last week when I said I was too lazy to keep recording these? Well, I lied. But this is when we do the editing of this script it's kind of boring Kyle goes to the bathroom a lot but all right well uh yep uh we'll probably read our finished script after this kind of surprised you got this far honestly all right well back to me and Kyle conversations are sweet real nice but nothing too deep not like before <coughs> that's the finishing the editing at 50:55, and let's read through our new script Yay! Can I make you be Rowan? You want me to be Rowan? I was Rowan the first time. Yeah, that's fine. But I can be Rowan if you want me to be. Um, it's what you want, baby. <laughs> this is your own personal purgatory. You get to be whatever you want. I don't know what I want. <laughs> be who you want. I can be Rowan if you want. You can be Rowan. Like, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Interior. Waiting room. The, the set is one large waiting room. I'll be Sarah, too. She's only there for just like a little bit. So you can be Bill and Danny. Don't be wrong. Sarah. The set is one large waiting room. There are two seats in the waiting room and a table. On the table is a phone. That is irrelevant to our script. That was from the original. Yeah. Uh, standing in the room are Bill, Danny, and Sarah. Sarah. Excuse me. How long have you been waiting here? If I'm being honest with you, I really do not know. We're dead. Pretty rash assumption. And what makes you think we're dead and this isn't just, you know, a dream? The dream is much more plausible. I, sw- I swear I had it. I swear I've had this dream before. Rowing, a man in a white suit enters through a mural of the wall of himself, lo- looking clearly in charge. Billy boy over there, got it right. Oh, sorry. Uh, who who the hell are you? Ooh, buddy, let's not use that word around here. Remember where you are, yeah? I know how this works. Fuck this. I'm dreaming, and I'm going to end this dream right now. Hey, what? Watch this. <laughs> Sarah fiercely searches for a window to jump out of. Rowan creates a window on the far side of the room. Sarah finds it with a smirk and attempts to open the window and jump out, but merely falls through the wall. She lands right back on the couch. So, I assume you would like to go first then, Sarah. Follow me down the hall and we can get started. Ah, this is okay. So, we should have not used the word Sarah right here. So, we could use that. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. yes. Yes, yes, Okay, okay, okay. So, I assume you would like to go first then. 
follow me down the hall and we can get started. Unless you want to try to, you know, wake up again. <laughs> Rowan ushers Sarah to a to a hallway that he just created by creating a copy of himself and s- separates into two different Rowans. So do you think so do you think this is to get into heaven or is this like a judgment day type of thing? You know, I never really believed in heaven. Rowan Rowan's head pops up between Danny and Bill on the couch. Jesus Christ. If you two would kindly follow me, well uh um him, me. Another rowing is standing in front of the beautiful entranceway door, smiling and waving. Hi, hello. I am me. Follow me. Danny and Bill follow Rowan through the entranceway and hands them a clipboard with a form to f- on it. Congratulations. You two have led pretty above average lives. Uh, no one's perfect, but, you know, you guys passed, according to our indexes, apparently. Thank you. Uh, what exactly happened to Sarah? You know her name. Yeah, anyways... Uh, please take a look at these forms. You'll have a couple of options here. If you believed in reincarnation, then you got it right, kinda. Uh, we're gonna send you back, but we think you deserve a vacation of sorts. Bill and Danny look around at Utopia, amazed, but not overly impressed. They, they begin filling out the form. Rowan becomes the pang at certain points and observes what they have checked and entered in. So, we're dead? That is the first thing I said. Would you like to know how you died? A couple of different ways to do it. Rowan visibly gets excited about this idea. I think I would rather, uh, not. Are you sure? I got a short story, a novel, a movie, a seven-season-long show, a podcast, a rather abstract album, and my personal favorite, a painting that I made. Please, I... I I need to know. Rowan shows off the painting to both of them. Both look pretty underwhelmed. Alright, you know what... (sighs) It's better than the TV show and certainly better than the trash Elvis put together, but most overrated anyways. Rowan leads the two into a fully transparent elevator in the middle of a giant overwhelming sea of nature and force they just walked through. They walk out in the middle of the sky. Alright, here's the deal. You get a month here to collect your thoughts on how you want to live the next round. Don't worry, you won't remember like any of it. But we will sprinkle it into your subconscious when we think you need it. Oh, interesting bit. Attending your own funeral, are we? A little egotistical, but, you know, all right. Uh, Danny, going with the ghost program. Very popular choice. Uh, Pro tip. Use the snow to write your cryptic messages. No one ever thinks of the snow. Always cornfields and turning on faucets and creaking little, you know, wood in your floor. But it's it's overdue. It's overdone, honestly, in my opinion. And and they're going to make, you know, it's and they're not going to make a movie about you. So, you know, use what you got. So, uh... What do we do? So, what do we do now? Yeah, where do we go? Do we just walk around in the sky? Can we can we take the elevator back down? Rowan laughs to himself and transport them instantly back into the waiting room. <laughs> I've been working on that little C for years. But if you just go through those doors, Rowan creates pretty average doors. You can go join the rest of the city to try and figure this thing out. Wait, what about uh, Sarah? Uh, remember, no one's perfect. And we may have grabbed the wrong person, so she might be um, under review for potential relocation. And end. Love it. Love it. Yeah. You were the end of the road. He's fun, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, he is a fun one. I, it's fun being like a all-knowing like yeah. prick who's in charge of everything. Yeah, it's great. Because like, yes, you can kind of say whatever you want yeah. because you're like, I'm confident. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, so, um... <laughs> We kind of took the... We were like, yeah, let's rewrite it. But in 
we totally rewrote it. Yeah. I thought we were going to stay closer to the source. Yeah. And we didn't. And I don't think that's a bad thing because that's no. kind of what this is about. Yeah. Right. So this is uh, this podcast is much less like we're editing and changing your script. It's yeah. more like we're taking your idea and this is how we would kind of take your idea. Yeah. It's more idea taking instead of like hard editing on it. Mm-hmm. Um. But there have been some that like we love the writing and we just changed like the pumpkin one. Loved yeah, it. loved yep. it. Yep, yep, yep. And same with like the Jesus one. We loved it so yeah. much that we couldn't. Yeah, we, had we, to make we wouldn't do it justice. Yeah. All right. Um. So stuff you liked about the original and stuff that we kept in the original and then stuff that we changed uh-huh. and why you liked it and why we changed it. Yeah. Um. Stuff I liked in the original. I really liked the uh, continuation joke of his season tickets bill's season tickets just continually do you understand why that's so funny teams. yeah uh, they're terrible yeah like, I'm, they're ass- ter- I'm assuming it's like specific. manchester is like the the yeah. most popular yeah. team and then he just keeps getting bumped down to like lower 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 leagues, lower leagues yeah. yeah and stuff like that I, I thought that was really funny i i liked how rowan took charge and i think we tried to emulate that in our script and yeah. i kind of feared that we gave him too much power yeah but i think he he did a better job than us mm-hmm. of balancing Rowan's power mm-hmm. and where he sits in this whole scheme. True. We pre- pretty much made Rowan not necessarily God, but like almost like a all-seeing angel. Yeah, pretty much at this point. And it's, I think there's more humor from it too, because he just, he can control everything. He knows mm-hmm. what he's doing. He knows how to set people up. Like Sarah trying to escape like looking for a window he creates a window for her to just fall out and back into the couch is like really funny same with just his ability to like oh like well you want to see how you died well we have a billion different mediums of how you could see your death like right uh and stuff like that or like i thought this was another case of similar to was there a last one or night stalker where we're like oh we want to go we want to explore all these things Hmm. why am i blanking on the last one we did last one was a yeah, that was the hamster. Oh, the I, hamster. oh no, that was another good one. Yeah, where we have all these ideas that we're like, because you were, because we had the joke where it was like, do you know how long the production takes? Yeah, we got a lot of time. We yeah. we, we have a lot of time. Yeah, like that stuff. Yeah, for uh, like we have a lot of things we wanted to explore, but we had to keep it short, mm-hmm. which is fine because that's kind of the the whole thing. Yeah, but this one would be another fun one to explore mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, I I also I also liked that we added another character in here too. I I feel like it needed that. I feel like we needed to show, and I think if we had more time, obviously we could explore how the Danny characters and Bill available. are a little bit more different in their beliefs. Um, I It's good to have somebody like Sarah just, I know she kind of overreacted, but that is a realistic reaction, um, reaction to, oh, you're, you're dead right by the way like yeah. i'm not i'm not dead like Bill i'm still Danny kept like a very even keel yeah the whole time yeah. and danny was kind of like nervously concerned yeah exactly. so i think we did a decent job i think that's one of the things with more time flesh out the characters more yeah yep. obviously but i think we kept bill's tone the same the whole time yeah danny's tone the whole same the whole time mm-hmm. rowan's tone the whole, same the whole time mm-hmm. and everything else yeah the only thing is that as far as storytelling goes i don't think that we there was no growth true very true there's a story Mm -hmm. but there was no growth of character yeah right like there was no showing that rowan's weak Mm -hmm. there was no bill being like we're dead and he's like oh god i'm dead yeah you know and there was no danny being like 
okay, all right. Yeah, like yeah, getting yeah. like concerned about it. There was no mm-hmm. growth. But for a five page script that quick, mm-hmm. it's not ever going to be easy. It's doable. We've yeah. done it before, but it's mm-hmm. not always going to be easy to do. Yeah, and it's 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 kind of tough because there. Um, it's difficult to uh, create conflict in a world where death is pretty much not existent. You're already dead. Yeah, there's. So it's they, hard to do the stakes. Yeah, you can't really threaten people with death. So, so you, that was a good thing that he did. He gave us stakes where yeah. he said something. He goes, "Oof, that's gonna yeah. hurt you." Yeah, yeah. And this is, I mean, it is what it is. It's a, it's a short pilot episode. So the the episode is just here to kind of explain the rules give you a glimpse of the world and then the next episode will actually pick mm-hmm. up this is a pilot this is a pilot yeah, yeah. it's not going to go through all we're the introducing actions. the characters we're not telling you yeah. everything about the characters. exactly and we're just going to give you subtle hints of how they might react to this okay I, I, my imagination is if this was like a eight episode miniseries it's just all based on like how much time is like crushing down on you and how you still don't know what you want to be. Even when you have every available option, nobody knows what they want ever. Even if you get the choice of all of that, which would be the whole thing about this Mm -hmm. show would be that nobody knows what they really want. Mm -hmm. So everybody, this would honestly be super fun to explore because it would be a whole bunch of people who are like, they remember their lives and they're like, I don't know what I want to do differently. And yeah. there would be people who only dwell in the past. And yeah. then there'd be people like, like a guy who's like, dude, next time yeah. he's like working out. He's like, next time going pro. And then somebody's yeah. like, uh, you know, uh, you get born a baby. You fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, getting good habits now, getting yeah, good yeah, habits, yeah, like yeah. stuff like that. Like this one would be fun to explore, but, um, what was I going to say? Uh, uh, so here's my question, and I think this is the first time I think this question really applies to our podcast, at least our script, is which – all right, so their dialogue needs to be, uh, you know, like redone in the sense of like it needs revamping. It yeah. needs to be punched up. Yeah. But take their exact same story with their dialogue, punch it up. Which script is better in your opinion? Mm-hmm. Would you like me to answer first? You can, you can go, yeah. Because I obviously have thoughts yeah. on this. But yeah. fun. so I honestly think that their script is better mm-hmm. in terms of a story. In terms of a start, middle, and end, mm-hmm. there's a story and there's stakes yep. and there's character development. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think you saying, a, like, pilot wise, mm-hmm. if we're trying to start a show, mm-hmm. ours is better. Yeah. Right? But yeah. theirs is better in terms of a complete story. Yeah. And I think this is like the first time that like I don't know we're pretty arrogant about it, but like yeah. this is the first time that like they had a better script than us. Yeah. Right? Maybe yeah. the dialogue needs working and maybe yeah. it's funnier to English people. Yeah, true, true. But true. um yeah, that's kind of how I thought about it. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's the question I was asking. Yeah, no, I, I agree with all those. It's um I think it's less about which one is necessarily better. It's more or less What's it being used for? What's it being used for? What's what's going to come after? Because it's not a complete story. Obviously, this is written for multiple like episodes to proceed after this. Yes. So it's and it's not it's not again it's not we're better. Sometimes we think we are obviously, but um, for this exact point, this is all just an exercise for us. We're very selfish individuals who are just trying to kind of get our writing juices flowing and 100 percent. pretty much just this is how we do it and we're 
we're trying to do things differently every time with a different script. We're trying not yeah. to fall into the same pitfalls of stuff like that. And this one is that's very, a good point. Yeah, and this one's a different script. This is a different, completely different idea. So I think that's something we need to be conscious of. Mm-hmm. Is like, well, we typically do it this way, mm-hmm. and we typically have humor like this. Mm-hmm. And I'd be interested to see us do something different mm-hmm. in the sense of like. I think it would be interesting to do a drama script mm-hmm. or something like that. I think so, that. too, yeah. I don't know if we would be good at it. I don't think I would be good at it. I would be terrible <laughs> at it because I just want to go to humor. Minutes, like, oh, my yeah. God. It'd be a shit show. There's so many different, yeah. like, bases. Like, oh, yeah. That's a thought for yeah. another time. Um, yeah. So let's, let's, let's finish up with a recap. Last thoughts on it. I like the idea, and I like the characters, and... It gave us a great base to go yeah. off of, and this was super fun. And like then, I yeah. had a lot of fun writing this one. And I'm, I my like thoughts, and my honest just empathy and sympathy for Gary and Paul. I'm so sorry that the good place did your idea. <laughs> like I, I've had, I've had, I've had similar stories where, uh, I was really worried about like the Archer later seasons where they just like dive into like his coma because i i've had uh, ideas where it's like oh fuck like i i want to write a television show where it's kind of like half all in like a dream world half not the dream world but then figured out that archer wasn't that good yeah. this one the good place <laughs> knocked it out of the fucking park so like i am so sorry gary and paul your same idea that's got to be you think so they uh, i mean they, they got the copyright do you think they're suing good place <laughs> Maybe, maybe. I it's a different concept. It's a different concept. Yeah. But man, like it's a great idea. It's a really good idea. And I don't know how many rewrites and revisions you went through. Um, it's always beneficial to have outside eyes to help because you do get you do get blinders with yourself or if somebody you typically write with or something like that. Um I my only like problem with it was just like the precise dialogue. I thought the precise dialogue was a little stilted and a little like. I thought the jokes didn't really hit. Uh, some of them some did, of but them did some, some of them, them just seemed like they were just cheap. It was like I'm Marilyn Monroe, or like, or they were they, more you know, or less like, like they're jokes to be jokes. Like yeah, this is yeah. when the joke happens. Yeah, you like know. I feel like that's very. Um, I wouldn't say like arrogant i just think it's like it's too uh predictable yeah you know what i mean i think that's one thing that that we try so hard not to do Mm -hmm. um is go like i don't want to do anything predictable yeah i want to do like i want it to be a naturally funny thing yeah and i i think they did a good job they spent a majority of their time focusing on the beginning middle and this is where these characters go. This is where they start. This is where they they eventually end up. Where we're thinking from the perspective of like, if somebody was watching this, this is not aesthetically pleasing. This is boring in the sense that they're just in one place pretty much the entire time. We were, oh, that's something we didn't touch we, on. Is we that were, we want them to uh, move, and that's we got to yeah, move exactly. Along. You're you're in this like purgatory or like afterlife realm and plane of consciousness like give me give me something surreal give me something to like latch my eyes onto while i'm watching this all unfold and like with that honestly i think these guys would be better with writing a book 
Yeah. Because the dialogue isn't terrible. It's no. just not good for speaking. Speaking. Yeah. If it was read in a novel or a short story, you, it would it'd be fine. Yeah, it actually it wouldn't be. Yeah. I think these guys would a book. Yeah. Would be great. Yeah. And maybe maybe it's because they have their own voice in their head and how they would speak it, I guess I'm assuming. You know what would be fucking hilarious? is if we got um this is a little uh arrogant so say we get fans per se <laughs> fan, say one one singular. fan <laughs> yeah. looking at you masso um <laughs> uh we uh and they create a podcast where they read our scripts uh, yeah. and uh, <laughs> like without without listening to our podcast yeah. or find another group of people yeah. who are like read our scripts and do the same thing we're doing to mm-hmm. our scripts yeah that would be pretty fun super meta <laughs> yeah super meta baby <laughs> uh but yeah no i think i agree with you there um any other final closing thoughts doesn't even have to be about it doesn't even need to be about the script um uh, I don't even know, man. Is this uh, is therapeutic for you? Yeah, this was very, very, very good. I've been in a rut that I built myself in, and I don't want to feel like that, and it's tough. All right, so I was like, I don't want to do Rowan, and I didn't, because I just didn't want to do it. Yeah. But I kind of feel like you taking Rowan helped you out a little bit. You're like, ah, I yeah. feel good. I yeah. feel good about doing yeah, it. Yeah, it was good. I think inadvertently it kind of helped you out. To pretend to be somebody who acts like they have their shit together and is just dude moving things it's it's good it's good that is like a huge thing about this podcast that i love so far i you even though we'll come to the realization we get no viewers we nobody listens to this shit it's just so like nice to just having our it's like two hours i guess of us actually recording Uh and be like this is a different world yeah i can be silly yeah i can get into the voices i struggle with female voices yeah same here i'm so bad you're you're okay with them yeah yeah but uh yeah it's nice it's nice to just go away for two hours and be like not only like i'm getting better writing i'm being creative it's just like i'm out yeah i'm out i'm I'm in this world now and we have a conclusion stuff like tangible finished product is something that's just like it's not like writing on me yeah. it's not like when you like write in your phone for like an hour and you yeah. know i feel good about writing mm-hmm. like yeah you have something there yeah but like this is like it's a polished turd man yeah it's it nice is. yeah exactly it's nice <laughs> it's got sprinkles on it yeah i said not about this podcast but we won't write that yeah that. exactly um all right well <laughs> you have to do the outro, <laughs> the outro. <laughs> all right um, um very nice um anything else you want to say Kyle? You want to reference the first episode and tell them to call their mothers? No, no, no. I'm sure they already did that. Yeah, you're right. Death is a scary concept. We got good, loyal listeners. Um, so if you're afraid of death, let me tell you, it's literally just like a dream. You're just going to die, and then you're just going to wake up again, and you're just going to be something else, and you're not even going to remember your death. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's. It doesn't matter. You can't even comprehend death, so don't even fucking yeah you agree with that unless you die in a really embarrassing way like (laughs) you're talking all this shit you just get beat up in front of all your friends and family and girlfriend and then the guy who beat you you and killed you fucks your girlfriend that's bad but you won't remember it when you come back and you don't even die from the beating you die from the embarrassment after fighting all that shit exactly exactly it's you know unless but i doubt most of you are in that situation so it doesn't doesn't bother you um Um, (laughs) 
Have you watched uh, Wilfred? Yeah, I love Wilfred. Oh my god. What do you think what do you think Wilfred is? I think Is he dead? I think Wilfred is dead. I yeah. think he's dead too. I think Not Wilfred, dead. but the guy who you know Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. What's his name? Ryan. Ryan, yeah. Yeah, I think he's dead. Do you think Ryan's dead? Or do you think Wilfred's dead? Because Wilfred did die. Well, I know Wilfred did die. Yeah. But what do you think is like the conclusion of it? I think he is just like he is a schizo. He's just a serious schizo. Yeah, he has like a serious like. I haven't watched it. I watched it twice, and it was like my sophomore year was the last time I watched it. Yeah, I remember loving it. Yeah, I watched the first episode with somebody. It was Mm -hmm. great. Yeah, I think they. I think they. They got a little nervous towards the end. Yes, they didn't know how to end it. They got. They weren't. All right. So the first two seasons, because three seasons, right? So it's three or four. Three or four. It's short. Yeah. The first two seasons, or the first half of it, they're so yeah. confident yeah, they in are. how they do everything, yeah. and you're like, keep going. going yeah. You're so good. Like, keep going. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think you're right. They got a little nervous. Yeah. Like, I'm Endings are tough. Endings are super tough. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think George R. R. Martin has been putting off writing Game of Thrones for like 10 years? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. We're, we're pretty bad about endings, too. Yeah. We had a couple of good endings. Yeah, yeah. And then our last two weeks, we were kind of like, and it. Ends. ends because <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Speaking of bad endings, all right, bye. Like we're not fun anymore. Well, too, everybody's disappointed. That is the end of the podcast. And even more disappointed, Kyle is not doing it. I know. I'm pretty upset about it, too. Well, you can come back next week where I will for sure make Kyle do the intro and the outro and maybe even the editing hour if you guys are lucky. Speaking of next next week, we have From Soviet Russia with Love by Javier Alvarez. Tagline is zombies, necrophilia, pumpkins, pregnant teenagers, and crude sex acts. Your typical Halloween night. Note, this is really obscene. Uh, in all honesty, it's not as bad as uh, the very radical logline would have you believe, but ends up being a pretty fun podcast. Please go follow our Twitter and Instagram so you know exactly when the podcast comes out and so we can, you know, I don't know, interact, have fun, hang out a little bit. We don't have a lot of friends. As always, send uh, your scripts to mngverscripts at gmail.com. Uh, we would love to use anybody's scripts. They don't have to be comedy scripts. They don't have to be terribly good. They don't have to be uh, awfully bad. Uh, they can literally be anything you want. As always, thank you to Walder, etc. for letting us use the music. SimplyScripts.com for sponsoring us. And you guys for uh, sticking around till the very end. Put those timelines on there. I just think, you know, thought you guys would skip around and not really give a shit. All right. Well, this is probably the longest outro I will ever do in my entire life. So, see you next week. And in the morning they kiss. I've never felt like this before.